Hello, everybody, and welcome to Weekly Insider number 148. Today is Monday, August 15th, and we are live on Discord and YouTube. Thank you so much for joining us, and please be aware that this call is being recorded and will be available for you to check out later in the Horizon podcast. Also, please remember to ask your questions for the team via the Mentee link in chat. Today, we're going to go ahead and kick it off with an update from our engineering department. I'd like to welcome Rosario for the updates. Hey, everyone. I haven't been on for the last few months, so I'm glad to uh, be back speaking here. All right. So for Zenip, uh, 40, 42, uh, 2002 is out for review, and that's the... Um, the Zenip that provides non-seasonable sidechains, uh, including a new validation rules for blocks and mempool. And I'll post the, the link, uh, or if somebody else can post the link on Discord so you can check it out, please uh, review it uh, and provide comments on Discord. There was a separate PR that was also uh, merged uh, to address uh, some improvements on the fork manager. So that was already merged. And there are two improvements that are being uh, investigated. Uh, one is on the mempool management of certificates uh, to be added during the disconnect of logs. And then the other one is the management of forward transfer fees. So these are all uh, changes on the, the main chain software and the Zendu protocol. Uh, next with uh, the Blaze SDK. So as most of you have been tracking, the Blaze SDK is now uh, uh, went from uh, UTXO based to an account based uh, SDK. Uh, within the last week, we added uh, option optional seizing of sidechain support, and that's being reviewed. And we're also working on the TPS uh, limit test. Uh, and the the main changes were also uh, included this uh, past week. And uh, we are continuing on improving the the SDK, and as you know, we were also working on the the EVM sidechain, which is on track. Uh, development is complete, and uh, the EVM is on a uh, private testnet right now. But we are getting ready to to make that public within the next uh, couple couple months. And I, that's that's it for the the tech updates. Unless Angie has some some additional for uh, token mint. Yes, sure. Thanks, Rosario. And hi, everybody. Happy Monday. So a quick update uh, from our side. We're working right now on the testing for the NFT MVP delivery upcoming uh, in the following weeks. And this means that we are testing right now Cobalt and the Explorer in testnet dev environment. So we're performing those test sessions and addressing any uh, bugs, findings, and issues. So we're going to be continue working on that this uh, uh, week. And uh, yeah, really, really excited for the upcoming releases. So stay tuned. Those are the major highlights uh, from our site. Back to you, Erika. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. And were there any product and engineering updates from Victor as well? No, I don't think he's around, so uh, we can skip his updates for today. Okay, great. Well, in that case, I'd like to welcome Vano for the BD updates. Thanks, Erika. Happy Monday, everyone. So despite market conditions these days, Zen markets continue to develop, and today we welcome another centralized exchange to our community. 
Um, you might have already noticed it on our Twitter that uh, Bitrue Exchange listed Zen Perpetual contract as well as Zen ETF on their exchange. And Bitrue is a centralized cryptocurrency exchange located in Singapore, established in 2018. They are top 40 by CoinMarketCap ranking for spot exchanges and top 30 for futures and perpetuals. So it's pretty large exchange overall. I would like to thank Bitrue again for supporting Zen and welcome them to our community. That's all from me. Back to you, Erica. Thank you, Vano. And now I'd like to welcome Lucy for the marketing updates. Thank you, Erica. Hey, every, uh, everyone. Happy Monday. Uh, so the next few weeks will be pretty exciting. Uh, NFT functionalities are coming to our Pokemon very, very soon. Uh, and we will be launching our first NFT. Uh, it will be an exclusive NFT line uh, for the uh, Zenkong Zero participants. Uh, it will be a series of 250 pieces of a very cool Zenkong Zero artwork called uh, uh, Zero Gravity. The uh, um, NFT will also be used uh, to reward people who are contributors uh, to the success of uh, Zenkong Zero. So even if you won't be able to physically make it to the event, but you know you help promote and amplify Zenkong Zero in some ways, uh, you will have the opportunity to own this NFT. So we will release more information about that uh, this week. And this NFT will be released on Tokment, of course. Uh, and aside from the release of the Zenkong Zero NFT, we will also host a uh, community NFT competition. So more information about that will come later also. Um, we have recently published seven new articles on Academy. I mentioned before, uh, topics include what is you know the difference between layer zero and layer one blockchains, uh, tokenization, and why more and more people and businesses want to create a token. Uh, Cointelegraph recently published a uh, how-to article about our token mint as well, and mentioned the uh, uh, increasing um, popularity of uh, uh, tokenization. So uh, the Academy also covers uh, what an uh, uh, EVM is. And about EVM, we also published an article on our blog that explains why uh, EVM is a, uh, an exciting addition to our ecosystem as our team is uh, going full steam ahead uh, towards our EVM deliveries. So I highly recommend these articles, especially if you are new in the space. Um, these articles will help you understand all the work that we are doing here you know, and why it is important uh, for our ecosystem. Um, that's it for this week. Back to you, Erica. Awesome. Thank you, Lucy. And now I'd like to welcome Rob for the leadership updates and Q&A session. Thanks, Erica. And first of all, I want to start off by saying great job to the team that just keeps grinding forward week after week after week after week. Um, you hear some of the updates here. There's also a whole bunch of other stuff that's just constantly going on that you don't always hear about, right? There are different team members doing different things. Not everything flows all the way up to these weekly insiders. Sometimes we just forget to update you guys on some things. Uh, sorry about that. Um, but it's all in uh, in a good direction, which means there's constantly a lot of activity and hard work going into growing this ecosystem. You heard about you know some of the, the things that are just constantly going on, like another exchange listing for perpetuals, awesome. Uh, we're doing the NFT token. Uh, or the NFT capability for token mint. 
Again, awesome. Constant grind of getting articles, content out there for people to educate them on what is Horizon, what's token mint, what's no code, um, you know, tokenization. Always a lot going on. Up, upgrades to the academy. Um, so this is kind of a business machine in a way, uh, if, if you want to look at it that way, where we have a team of professionals that's just constantly moving forward or moving this project forward. Now, again, call to action. We can't do this without you guys, the community, listening to this uh, podcast. Again, every time I, I, I think about this, if you're actually taking the effort to listen to what we're, we're talking about here, you obviously care about the project. You have a stake in what's going on. So act on it. Participate. Join the Horizon Community Council. Get out there. Just tweet about what we're doing. Tell people about Zen. Uh, you know, go out there and, and try to find uh, a potential partner, a client, design partner, or maybe someone that wants to you know, mint a token, maybe someone that you know, wants to launch a sidechain. No matter what it is, you have agency here. You have the ability to participate directly in the project. If you're a developer, obviously come to Horizon Developer, Environment HDE, check out our, our repositories, contribute. Right? It's not always easy, but we're here to help and we want to facilitate that. Okay, so that, that big spiel aside, uh, I wanted to mention a couple of uh, things that you guys may or may not have heard about already. Uh, one is we are very interested in launching an accelerator program in conjunction with launching our EVM later this year. Right? So if we're going to get this Ethereum virtual machine, a smart contracting platform out there, we want to attract developers, businesses, people that are interested in Web3 to build with us. All right, so an accelerated program is just one of these tried and true things that every other ecosystem that has a smart contract to the platform does. We're going to do that as well. Um, so it's right, right now at this point, it's just a matter of how we're going to do it. We have some options. Um, we have people, partners who have been with us for a while who are now are really excited to get in and help here. So we're leveraging our network and we're going to have something cool to announce my goal. And this is another plug for ZenCon Zero, guys. You should come. You should participate. You should at least watch the live streams when we get the content out there for you guys. Uh, but the goal is to make a handful of very interesting announcements at the event. And what we're going to do about an accelerator program is one of those. Um, okay, what else? So um, we are also just, uh, again, like the mechanics, the whole uh, building sausage thing that Rosario likes to mention is uh, with this EVM chain launch. This is being launched on Blaze, you know, the Blaze SDK, using the Blaze SDK which means that it is a semi-decentralized blockchain, which means there are validators out there that are going to participate in validating transactions, right? And posting certificates back to the main chain. This is not a totally decentralized solution like we're uh, designing with Lattice and like we will deliver, um, but this is kind of an interim step where we said, we need something now. Let's take the tech we have. Let's get something out there. This is the EVM being built on Blaze. Um, now, the good news is we can juice the speed a little bit because it is semi-decentralized and not completely decentralized. Um, that's the good news. Now, in, in the sausage making process, we need to identify high quality, you know, trustworthy validators that can actually run nodes here for the system. Uh, I'm really happy to, to say that one of our uh, most important infrastructure partners, Foundry, uh, is signing up to, to be uh, one such validator. And you're going to hear more from them directly at Zencon Zero. So really excited for that. But we also have uh, several others, and we've just gotten started on this process, not even formally, just uh, leveraging some of the network that we have to find really high-quality infrastructure providers to participate here. Um, okay, so where I'm spending my time, or maybe I should say where I want to be spending more of my time, uh, where I think is the highest value for me to be spending my time is 
Um, this, this point of convergence now where the business of Horizon Labs, you know, behind doing, you know, the, the outsourcing, uh, the protocol design development and things like that, like, like the company has been doing, now actually getting towards products and driving business into the Horizon ecosystem. We're getting there. We're close. We're not exactly there. But what I want to be doing with my time is I want to be diving in personally and driving the exploration of selling uh, sidechains to other organizations. And that's the bottom line, whether they're enterprises interested in blockchain uh, technology, whether they're other crypto Web3 projects that might want to have their own L1, whatever it is, I want to start now corralling our troops. Maybe troops is the wrong metaphor here. We're not uh, a military unit. But I want to start corralling the, the, the team that we have. Now, the product team has already been diving in here heavily. Uh, so big kudos to them um, for getting some preliminary research market analysis and, and deep thinking into how we can craft the EVM account-based SDK as a product that we can start selling. What I want to do though, is I want to start answering some, some uh, big questions about product viability. This is something that we've been taking for granted thus far, but uh, so we, we need to get out there. We need to start talking to potential clients. What we need to know. So what exactly will people be getting with this, uh, you know, uh, SDK type of product. Is it even mature enough yet to be a product? No, absolutely not. But uh, can we start selling uh, side chains once we deliver this EVM into um, the Horizon community? Absolutely, and we're going to. So what exactly will we be delivering? What exactly do people want? Or do they think they want? To, is there a market for side chains? Is there a market for people actually having their own L1s? Uh, we're not gonna know unless we actually get out there and try to start doing some preliminary sales or at least the market research about it. Um, how will like things like infrastructure for these things be set up? Will companies, organizations, the sign on to have a horizon side chain, will they be expected to run their own nodes? Will there be a marketplace for nodes? Will Horizon Labs, will ZBF, will other ecosystem partners like Foundry get in there and run nodes for people? Uh, we need to have the details. We need to know exactly how um, you know people will be able to instantiate their own side chains or will work with Horizon Labs to get their own side chains up. Will there be a software bundle that comes with these things? Will there be a version of, say, like Cobalt, Block, Explorer, maybe the basics of DeFi that come in bundled as a package here for people that want their own sidechains? What kind of pricing options make sense? How will we charge money for these things? Because obviously this has to be uh, a sustainable ecosystem here. So we need to be able to be creating value. And the only way you know you're creating value is if people are willing to actually pay for what you're delivering. Uh, what type of documentation, support, tools, et cetera, will we actually have to provide? Uh, in a marketplace to make this a competitive, uh, you know, product offering. So anyway, these are all the, all these types of things. Now it's it's coming down to now that we're getting close to you know actually having um, the EVM. Okay, it's on a private a private test net. We're gonna get that to public test net. We're gonna get that to mainnet. You know, like there's still a whole bunch of work that's required to get it there. It's not like the bulk of our work is over. It's not gonna be easy, but we're just gonna do the grind that's required to get it to market. And by market, I mean main chain. And then from there, we are going to be turning this around and we will be trying to sell lots of other or sell side chains to lots of other people. I think the EVM and EVM blockchain, I think um, intuitively makes sense that other people might want this. And, you know, what we need to do now is start talking to people to see. Like, it should not just be my opinion, my hunch. We need to actually get out there, talk to people, see if they would be interested in it, at least being design partners today and potentially clients tomorrow. So I'll, I'll tell you very clearly, guys, my goal is to have a dozen operating sidechains in Horizon by the end of next year, a dozen. So right now, 
We have one. Okay. So, you know, I want you guys to hold me and hold us accountable for this goal. Um, this should be very achievable. So what we're doing now internally is we're trying to, to map out exactly what does that mean? I don't want to just state a goal that's potentially pie in the sky. I don't think a dozen, a dozen blockchains or a dozen sidechains on the horizon is so out of uh, you know, the, the realm of possibility for us. We have one, we're going to have two with EVM. And then from there, it's a matter of getting other organizations to sign up to have their own L1s with us and be part of our interoperable ecosystem. Anyway, I've already started to get out there and talk to people. And I, I can say right now, this is uh, not me bragging at all, because uh, definitely we've not sold anything. There, there's been no money changing hands. But every single person, thus far 100% uh, of the people that I've been talking to, just a small set of friendly organizations are interested. So they're at least interested enough to bump the conversation to co-founders, executives, people that have decision-making authority within their orgs. It gives me hope. If, you know, before us even having this available as a product, people like 100% of people that I talk to are at least interested enough to have a deeper conversation with decision makers, it gives me some confidence that maybe there's something there. We'll see, though. I'm not just going to come out there and make this up and, and give you my hunch. We're going to actually do the work and, and obviously let you guys know along the way. So that's that. That's what I think I can be doing to now drive the next big phase of our growth as a project is like we're, we have token mints delivered to mainnet. We're going to be augmenting that with NFTs. We're going to do NFT drops. We're going to be continuing delivering tools, products, EVM, DeFi. This will be a more vibrant and self-growing, like organically growing ecosystem in short order. Right? Like this has been a plan that we've laid out for you guys kind of some detail. About a year ago, we're executing very well along that plan. Uh, we're going to keep doing that. And yes, I know that the industry evolves along with us. We're not in a vacuum here, guys. But I think we're actually on a really good track. The next big phase of growth for us is going to be getting other organizations, not just us, not just our own uh, you know, platforms that we want to launch, like EVM, smart contracting platform. We need other independent organizations to come in and say, you're running it out one and Horizon is a good idea and we're willing to pay for it. So that's the next big phase. That's where I'm going to focus my time. And you'll hear more about it at ZenCon Zero. So another plug, come to ZenCon or pay attention and, and you know, watch our material online. Uh, finally, a little admin thing is, is I'm going to be doing, uh, I'm going to be on Stanford's radio podcast today. So anyone who's interested can tune in that way. Uh, maybe our marketing team could post a link if, if it's uh, possible for people to listen in on the internet. Uh, this whole, uh, you know, voice over IP thing. Maybe you can. So anyway, that's all I got today. We can pause here and open it up to Q&A since we have a bit of extra time. We are all full of beans. Thanks, Rob. Oh, uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Oh, we love it. Um, so for the top three questions today, uh, starting with uh, Cosmos is developing interchain staking and security. Is there something that Horizon will be implementing or maybe something similar? I could say super interesting, and Dean actually linked me to it earlier this morning. So uh, thanks, Dean. Uh, definitely looking at it. I, I think it makes a ton of sense. We we do need to think through like the we're, we're not exactly Cosmos. We're not exactly going to have the same Cosmos type of infrastructure or architecture, I should say. Um, so it may or may not make sense for us. We need to do like really a deep dive analysis here and see maybe if it doesn't make sense exactly the way they implement it. Maybe it makes sense like some variant of it. Uh, for us, maybe as an example, maybe like certain set of clustered side chains that are related to the ecosystem writ large, like maybe, I don't know, Tokimint, maybe EVM, maybe plus like a DAO chain as an example. I'm just making this up. 
maybe these types of chains, like three chains, for example, could share um, your pooled stake, right? Now, or maybe there's a marketplace, right? So there's different types of configurations that we can think about that um, might make sense for us. But I can say it's super cool, and we're definitely going to be looking at it uh, deeply. Very exciting. Uh, so next question, is it too late to register for ZenCon Zero? No, not at all. Please, guys, register. Um, what I will say, though, is it is a kind of a small private invite only thing just because we, well, we're, <laughs> we are in a pretty, a pretty vicious bear market when we decided uh, planning this. And it's always risky planning a big event that costs a lot of money uh, during a bear market. So we just made the decision early on to keep it small. Hey, it's our first one anyone, guys. It's ZenCon Zero. Um, so maybe next year's ZenCon, well, for sure, next year's ZenCon, we're going to open up more broadly. But this one is private invite only. So definitely apply, apply to get an invite. And, uh, you know, obviously, if you're active here with us and you're a strong community member, I'm going to make sure you can come. Um, but uh, just go through the process, please. Fantastic. And then for the third and final question, can you give us information on the fees that you plan to put in for NFTs? No, I can't um, because I don't know. That's a great question. Uh, probably, let's say anyone on the product side uh, or Angie, have we started working on fees yet for NFTs? Yes. So um, yeah, we're working on that right now. Uh, we're still uh, defining the, the fees and it's uh, ongoing work. So that's as much as I can say. <laughs> No beans, Angie, huh? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so I guess we do have time for one more question then. Uh, let's see. Punks would be great to attract new people to the community instead of just existing community. Do you plan to market it to the outside community as well? Maybe so I'm gonna I'm gonna just say that maybe I uh, can take this one. Yeah, yeah, Lucy. Go ahead. And I'm just gonna say we need to be careful here on the legal side because uh, yes. we want to make sure we do a you know fully compliant token launch. Absolutely, absolutely. So the uh, um the marketing answer, and then I think it's a safe answer, is uh, absolutely yes. Uh, so punks is a special reward and community tokens for our you know Horizon eco um, ecosystem community, obviously. Uh, but it is also for, you know, all Web3 believers and cypherpunk rock stars out there. So we want as many people to become a punks, you know, and to become a part of the uh, Horizon community as possible. So absolutely, we uh, we will, um, you know, punk, uh, punks is for uh, the, the greater Web3 community beyond Horizon. And we will um, help uh, grow the punks community uh, towards that direction. Well, I didn't hear Scott jump in there to uh, crush what you said, Lucy. So, uh, sounds good. I guess that means Scott's accepted of everything. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. I think it's a Scott proof. Awesome. Well, everyone, that is our updates for today. We will be back again next Monday with the latest Horizon updates. Thank you all so much for joining us today, and we will see you again next week.